The Dadcast, episode 15, ShamWows and Home Shenanigans. From the Wendy House studios of Valwa Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. And this week, the show is partially brought to you by Audible. You can get a free book by joining Audible right now at twofatdads.com forward slash Audible. Not only do you get a free book with your membership, uh, you also get uh, a, a book every month um, included in the price. And for the first few months, it's only $7.50. And uh, already this week, uh, we've downloaded a few books ourselves. And, uh, and Steve will uh, mention uh, his review. I have to admit that we've pretty much ripped off the idea directly from Leo Laporte, uh, but Audible have been nice enough to sponsor the show, and so we're going to keep in that same kind of honor. We'll mention a book that we we all appreciate, and we'll give credit to Leo whenever we can because he's one of the reasons why we're all doing this podcast in the first place. Of course, we're doing it in Canada, so he can't come and sue us. That's why we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm no Jason Acalacanis. I'm not going to call it This Week in Canada, but uh, nonetheless... So joining us in the Winnie House studios tonight, we have uh, all the way from his uh, manor home in uh, on the Chambly River, or the Richelieu River, Howdy. Ben Not Kenobi. Sorry, I keep wanting well, to say you have a Chambly River, when I know full well. And Chambly's, you know, a canal. Yeah. It's not so nice to be, well, it could be nice to be on the banks of a canal, I not guess. canal. <laughs> it's like a root canal. <laughs> it's almost a root canal, yeah. <laughs> Oh, more Linux jokes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Linux, Schultz on the line once again. Yay! And that's, that's like two shows in a row, Eric. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to nip this one in the butt. Yeah, you must be running a, a Windows box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, window- actually, yeah. actually, if I go back to the tweet from the last show, you are running a, a Windows box, and it's the, uh, it's the Fisher-Price model. Yes. With the, with the Teletubby hills and everything. They're all Fisher-Price models. But it was version 2.0, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should work in oh. one of those little uh, time, uh, time span things where it'll you know, bring back a quote <laughs> from last week. Okay, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's never do that again. Uh, <laughs> I'll just cut it and post. Yeah, just I'll take our all out and post. Uh, and the other voice on the line uh, coming home, coming to us uh, pretty much on his way back from the home show in Montreal, Mr. Stephen McGurn. Hey, everyone. How was the show, Magoo? It was good. It was um, very informative. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we... Uh, we had a few things we were kind of interested in, and uh, uh, we got all, pretty much all the answers we were looking for. It was probably our best home show experience to date. And, you know, okay. we don't go every year, but um, it was good. Okay, the biggest, the biggest question we were asking last week was, uh, in the last show was, uh, was basically uh, the one answer you must have found is how Eric's going to finish his basement ever. They had contractors there, and uh, we picked up a lot of business cards, and... Um, they even have this uh, drywall uh, carrying <laughs> handle that you could buy. <laughs> tell, uh, I'll tell you. What is is that the one that looks uh, the gorilla handle or something like that? Exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. Hey, uh, hey, Magoo. I'll tell you what. You bring those business cards over to my place along with your checkbook. Sign a few of those checks, and I'll get right on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric. I'm. We kid you, but that that's what you're here for. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> you get that. Good. No, I'm just kidding around. Um, on, honestly, though, I did. I did. Um, uh, Eric um, 
tweeted me last last Friday. I wanted to hang it some Jiprock off his roof. Um, unlike Magoo, I actually answered the call. Um, <laughs> let's be clear about this: off the roof of the car, not the roof of the house. Off the roof of the car, and uh, did I say house? I meant to say car. No, you didn't say, but I just wanted to be clear. Okay, you just wanted you wanted to kiss somebody. Somebody thought that's how you carry your 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 Jiprock home is on the roof of your house. Okay, I get it. I, I did. So I, did I went over. Jip- I went over and I helped him bring the Jiprock into the basement. And I have to say, the floor looks fantastic. The, the 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 place really is coming along. The fireplace is great, and the bathroom is very nice. You actually are doing a good job, Eric. So you know, if you want to, re- you know, play this back to your wife later, that's fine. <laughs> you can tell her that. We all agree you're doing a great job. Uh, not me. I haven't seen it yet. He'll, he'll pay you later too, uh, Ben. Don't worry. But play, uh, play it back to my wife. It's worthless without picks. What's that? The thread is worthless without picks. I'm going to have to insist that you play this back to your wife later. We need to increase our uh, listenership. <laughs> <laughs> and, while, and while you're at it, ask her to, uh, to subscribe to Audible at uh, twofatdads.com forward slash Audible. Uh, so, <laughs> so moving along, I want to hear more. I want to hear more about the... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Ben. I said brought to you by Leo Laporte. Brought to you by Leo Laporte. And thanks to Leo Laporte because uh, he gave us a good idea. And I want to thank Magoo for kicking me in the ass for doing it because the sponsorships that we've hooked up with uh, with Jinx T-shirts and, uh, and and Audible are all thanks to, to, to his uh, cl- cl- clever endeavors. So thank you very much, Magoo. We're, uh, hopefully you guys are take advantage of some good deals we find for you guys and uh, help, help, keep, uh, help keep us on the, uh, on the inter-airs. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no cool way of saying on the air and interweb at the same time. Yeah, and you know, if so, you, if you do end up buying a T-shirt, you know, like, um, you know, Twitter it. You know, well, we can put like a pound fat dads or something like that, and uh, you know, send us your pictures. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to see that. And and actually, what's cool about Jinx as well is that they want you to upload pictures of you wearing the shirt. So we might take the one of of Steve wearing the he's a level twelve paladin in the studio and send that up to to Jinx as well, and then you can see what Steve looks like behind a mic. Um, it's basically just this big, huge, fuzzy ball, and then his head behind it. Uh, <laughs> and that's why, that's why we're on the radio and not on TV, right? <laughs> exactly. We've, we've all got faces that are perfect for radio. So, <laughs> so, uh, so no, I want to hear more about this, the home show, uh, Steve. What did uh, what 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 are some of the cool things you saw there? And uh, well, the uh, slap chop guy was there. But, really? Well, not the slap chop guy, but there was a slap chop oh, guy. Oh, okay, well, then if well, it's not, not the Vince, same, it's nothing. Right, but yeah. uh, did he at least look like Vince? No, and he wasn't all that excited. And the vegetables inside the thing were kind of going limp, so he wasn't exactly. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how they do it? Do you know how they do that? That slap chop thing, and he does it perfectly like that. He works with frozen vegetables. Yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't that a, isn't that a, isn't that a crock? Of course, I mean, it's a nineteen dollar <laughs> machine. That's you know made in China for ten cents. Hello. Have you ever so, tried cleaning one? I don't. I don't own one. Well, it's supposed to be very easy. It's one, two, three. Right. I just like. I just like that sky hook behind the neck thing he does, and he lands straight into the sink. I wonder how many takes he had to do to get that right. <laughs> they have an intern on on a hook who catches it, and another one who's dropping something else. In. Don't ruin the magic. <laughs> well, people what, don't know the interns, or they don't know that that's the prestige. And for the record, we will not be doing how they shot the slap chop video for YouTube like Leo did for the Old Spice one. Uh, I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. Look at me. Look at your man. Look at me. Look at your man. Look at me again. He's not me, is he? That's a brilliant commercial. I love it. And it's done in one take. All in one take, eh? And it it took them like 75 times to do it. But the way they did it was insane. They built a boat on on a 
uh, on a beach. And oh, anyways, it's just fantastic. Okay, so you, there's a video on YouTube for that. You guys can go there. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's already on the uh, stuff.twofatdads.com, so you can look it up there as well. Just search for, I'm on a boat, uh, or I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse, I think. I'm on a horse, yeah. I'm on a boat is a completely different video. Uh, <laughs> also very funny. <laughs> but not as funny as Junk in a Box. But I'm not going there. Junk in a Box? Our, there goes our rating again. Yeah. <laughs> there, goes the, there goes the clean tag. Well, that wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad thing. No, it wasn't. You're talking about the Saturday Night Live clip, right? Yeah, yeah, the Lonely Island uh, videos, which are funny. If you have, uh, if if you're into stuff that's a little bit blue, check out Lonely Island on on, on YouTube, and, and you'll you'll. Uh, what I uh, just warn you right now, it cannot be unseen. Okay. <laughs> that's uh, I love that quote by the way. So, what else did they see at the home show? I'm sorry. You know what? I'm, I'm, uh, this year, the home show I was kind of impressed by it. Last time I went, they had a lot of you know PVC and aluminum railings and and things like that, like Renaults that were on the um, easier, less expensive side. This one was all about uh, Unistone and big backyards and. Um, you know, gas appliances and, and, and you know, like big renos. Uh, and I don't know if it's because people are cocooning in the home more and investing in the home a lot more than just the occasional one weekend job or whatever. But uh, it was it was good for us because we're looking to renovate our kitchen and, uh, you know, do a new roof. And they definitely had a lot there for us. Um, we're even looking at getting one of those big play structures for the backyard and they had one company that was actually there and it was kind of funny. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie up, but yeah. this little old man who's got this little house and they're building these huge buildings on either side. And when we got to the guy with the, uh, swing set, you know, thing, he was in between sandwiched in between these two huge things that you actually had to be in front of his stall to actually see it. Otherwise, if you were at like a bit of an angle, it's kind of like trying to read a bank machine from 10 degrees off. Like you would totally miss it, right? So uh, we got to talk to him and he was telling us about how great the wood was. And it, was, uh, it wasn't cedar wood. It was sequoia wood. He says, it's the biggest wood out there. And I said, they cut those down? Like where are they actually cutting these sequoias from? Like I didn't think they were allowed to touch any of those uh, giant trees, but apparently they're made of sequoia wood. So well, it could be. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a giant sequoia. They could have like a small, you know, back sequoia for tourists, and they're cutting that down. Or maybe just the dead tree limbs that are falling down that they're <laughs> salvaging and turning into swing sets. But it's like it's like two, three hundred year old tree, uh, four, five hundred year old trees, aren't they? Thousand year old trees. Thousand year old trees. They're they're so tall and so big that there there's actually different layers in the canopy. There's actually earth from the dead limbs and dead um, uh, leaves that have fallen down and composted, but caught into the upper canopies, and you have other plant life living in the sequoia, like 200 feet up. Yeah. Which oh, is these like two, three different ecosystems in there. It's, it's, That's awesome. it's absolutely insane, yeah, when you think about it. But, you know, I guess we just took a tangent there. But uh, <laughs> it was really a good show, and... It, it it surprises me though when you're walking by how people are there and you know there's 16 different companies trying to sell you Unistone right and five of them are going up talking to you trying to shake your hand trying to pull you into the stall and the other like 11 of them are just sitting at a stool waiting for a person to come ask them a question and I I, I don't get that 
I don't know how they pay such big money to have a stall at the uh, at this huge home show and then seem like they're not even interested. Like this is where they probably get two thirds of their leads for the year. And you figure you'd be out there throwing a net trying to get people to talk to you, you know? Well, I, I, a bit of experience off that one. I, I, um, I used to work for a woodworking company that used to make, uh, make, uh, turbine sprayers. And, uh, and I'll, I'll give them a plug. Turbinair, uh, it's a Canadian product. He made it here in Lachine and, and sold in the States. And I, and I worked the Atlanta, uh, woodworking show. And this is huge. This is like one of the biggest, uh, show centers in Atlanta. And, um, and there are different styles of, of guys, of pitch people. There are obviously the companies that sell their, they hire a pitch guy like your, uh, like your Vince's from the Slap Chop and these other guys who go down and they do the thing and, and they're putting on a show. They got the mics, they, they have the, the thing, they know what they're doing. And, and that's, that's it, you know, we're there. And then there are the companies who go because they have to or because one of their uh, their their sales reps their inside sales reps uh, also carries them and four other brands and basically got them down there and and said okay well you know you stand there and then I'll come and do the pitch like every hour I'll, I'll rotate and I'll do a pitch I'll do a bit on everybody else's stand and and there was one guy a guy by the name of, uh, of Steve DeMonico this guy was fantastic who did this kind of thing with, with turbine air and fine and fish, uh, and all these things. And he would do that. He would do the pitch. He would go from booth to booth. And so, yeah, there are some pitches where the, the guy was obviously the owner of the company, uh, you know, and he had managed to pitch himself a little bit and he didn't knew what he was doing. And there's also sometimes there was just an engineer who was manning the booth while the other guy was coming around waiting around. So they're doing what they can, you know, in some of these cases. And, and sometimes they just hire like a, a, a marketing guy for, for uh for the weekend because you know and well and 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 it doesn't always work you know and and i i don't know like i don't know how what how wednesday night ends up being on the show circuit if that's a great night or not well i I, it took us about three three hours to walk through the whole thing and that was taking our time and 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 talking to some people and 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 whatever i think we could have breezed through it in an hour if we wanted to but we you know we're took you know kicking the tires and looking at stuff and and whatnot. What were you? Uh, what were you mainly looking for? Uh, kitchens and uh, the swings uh, was primarily it. We sort of know three, three or four companies already that we're sort of uh, dancing with right now for the roof. But in case there was something that blew us out of the water, you know, um, we took a look at that as well. And uh, it's funny because when you walk in, you're full of energy. You you want to talk to anybody and everybody. When you get through the middle, you're a little bit more selective. And at the end they really need to impress you to, to, to stop you from, you know, looking for the exit. And at, at the end, there were some people there that, like, they were just staring at their watches, you know, but there was a lot of people. Like, it was, it was a f- full show. So it, I was expecting it to be quieter. I'm assuming Saturday is going to be much busier, but it was busy. Like, I mean, there was a lot of people coming in and out, and there were easily, like, you know, 10 to 1 people to sales anywhere you looked. So, I mean, people were looking to have stuff thrown at them and i just couldn't figure out why so it just wasn't happening yeah some people were just not into it and you know you're not talking about the the shamwow guy that was there you know and by the way it wasn't sh it was ch so it's a little <laughs> but the you know those guys are you can't shut them up but you know the guy who's like selling like the metal tin roof or the you know the uh recycled rubber tire um 
you know, shingles or whatever. They're just sitting there and people are looking at them, smiling politely and keep walking. And then the guy next to him said, hey, you looking for a roof? And they're like, yeah, hey, what do you got? And I'm, I, I, I think that's it. I think some people have the gift of being able to, 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 to throw the pitch. And some people are obviously just sitting there tending while somebody else is on break or something. And it, it sucks when you walk by a booth. Honestly, they, they should hire like some people to be manning that booth all the time. But they, it sucks when you walk by a booth and you, you, know, you, you can tell right away that guy doesn't want to be there. And, you, and it gives you an incredibly bad impression of what that company must be like to deal with. Yeah, and, well, and actually, it's probably the best thing because then it, it tells you exactly what that company is all about. I mean, if the customer service is not willing to push to try to grab customers for the next you know, leads for the, the rest of the year, what are they going to be when you're seriously going to deal with them? You know, are no, they going to be a problem? You, but, they could, but they could be. They could be a great company. Oh, you know, they could. They could be. They could actually be a fantastic company. And but it's just that that first impression you get at them at a show isn't great. You need when you're doing a show, you need to put your best man forward. Oh, absolutely. And he needs to be, or or and, and he needs to be there. And when he and when he's not there, you, you better have like well, the person actually, of the company selling a little selling more than that, soul. Because I mean, I'll give you an example from the last show we went uh, right before we bought the house. This is about two. Yeah, just about two years ago. Uh, we went to the to the show, and as we're going, you know, like lemmings around this bloody labyrinth, uh, I'm I was picking up on all these people who actually could not be could not care less. They were there, and that's it. They were being paid for the day. Leave it like that. And then there were the other guys who were actually going out of their way to make you feel better about you know where you were. It's like, listen, call me up. We'll talk. You know, if you've got questions, my line is open. And then you've got the third guy who is trying to sell his product to, you know, Joe Blow on the street, but he comes up with the most insane selling arguments I have ever heard in my life. Uh, this guy was selling, there were new turbines, uh, geothermic turbines, uh, to heat the homes using uh, geothermal energy, which is, you know, uh, renewable and whatnot, uh, but very, it's not cost efficient for the first 10 years. Anyway. Uh, he was saying that because by gravity, the heat would go up and down to, uh, what was it? To, uh, by blowing hot air inside the ducts, everything would come together in, and coalesce, and then he'd have cold air at the end. I was like, what? What, what are you talking about? Where's this gravity and heat have got to do with this? You know? So you have to be very, very careful in these shows. Is that sometimes you're going to have the guy who thinks oh, there's always a vaporware guy. I'm sorry. There's always a vaporware guy. Oh, a guy selling a concept oh, he hasn't always, put together. He has yet. absolutely no business being there. And just by listening to it, you take the company's name down. You're like, okay, you off the list. I'm never going to deal with you because if your guys are selling this stuff the way that he was doing, what kind of bull, you know, are you selling out there? But but you get that every you can you, you can get that any like Tuesday afternoon at Best Buy you know there's always yeah, that kid yeah. who's who's I mean, doing the job after school this is so- and he obviously knows nothing about it and those kind of companies right away they're not great maybe but this so- is supposed to be prestigious this is supposed to be the show of the year that you're gonna get hooked everybody to buy into your product to buy into this this new energy system to you know or whatever you know i mean whatever it is that you're selling out there so you have to be like you said you have to put your best man forward your best behavior and try to not necessarily convince the customer that what you have is the bomb but you have to sell that idea to the customer because he's there he's looking for something when we went we knew there was a house coming within the next year and a half 
you know, lo and behold, we have it now. But I mean, I took, I picked up so much from these shows of <laughs> what not to do. To, to, to and be so honest, to a, to a, and to agree, I mean, get, that serves its purpose too. It, it weeds out, it weeds out the crap and the BS from the real stuff. But getting back to the, some of the quality stuff you saw when you're at the show, Steve, do you get the impression that uh, the recession might be over? I think I think we're heading heading that way. Everything was. Um, well, you know what? I think they realize people are, if they're going to invest, they're going to invest in things that are add value to their house and that will, you know, get people into homes, you know, and, and keep the whole um, housing market going. And rather than selling entertainment, you know, units or, you know, like I said before, PVC railings and awnings and stuff like that, they're selling bathrooms and kitchens. Like if people have to spend money, spend it that's here. That's what sells a house. Exactly. I mean, that's what sells a house. And, and, and there was a lot of that and there was a lot of um, landscape architects and there was a lot of Unistone solutions and, and you know, Rhino Block and Techno Block and all these guys were there. You know, how beautiful you can make and, and basically curb appeal. It was all about kitchens, bathrooms and curb appeal and not so much air conditioning systems. Um, well, they had they had the you know Sears was there and Carrier and Lennox and they were all there. Right. When we went the last time, they had a lot more of the companies selling those little Mitsubishi split units, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and and trying to get into the three thousand dollar, two thousand dollar solution. Whereas this year it was like heat pumps and and furnaces and geothermal and it was all big ticket things. Like it wasn't. Uh, you know, uh, little a lot of little things. So I think they realize that people were either sitting on money and are willing to spend it, or are looking to invest. You know, whether it be because they're riding the coattails of that um, uh, tax uh, break that, and they're still you know in the midst of renovating, even though that program ended, yeah. or it's just because they realize if people are going to spend, they're going to spend on their homes. Uh, that and that tax break thing really ticked us off because we. We we redid our roof uh, the December the November before they announced the you, the, the, the that you would get the tax credit for doing renovations and we dropped down I, I guess it was pretty much close to ten grand on a roof and then could do nothing with it uh, it went into my wife's business expenses for you know keeping the upkeep of the of her business you know because she has a business at home uh, or her business going but I mean like there was nowhere near the huge tax credits everybody else is getting I know for I know that uh, for a fact a lot of people what they're doing is they're they've bought their stock of, of goods they're going to use to renovate in the summer they bought them in January to keep advantage of that tax credit yeah but did you know that there's not that much advantage in this? Because we looked into it, that we were we wanted to put the extra, the the addition we did to the house here, we wanted to use that as a tax credit, but you know at fifteen thousand you're maxed out, you can't add any more. Yeah, but that's fifteen thousand gives you a pretty nice kitchen or a pretty good bathroom. Well, yeah, of course it does, but I mean tax and, and that's wise, what but that's what they're trying to get. But that's what they're trying to get. They're trying to get the the bathrooms and the kitchen people. They're not trying to get the people who are rebuilding in addition to a house. No. You have you have a whole other tax bracket bracket you can fall into. Actually, I guess. I'm not sure. That's there's nothing. There's nothing for there's you. Nothing that we can do because at a certain point they they there, there's a cutoff point with the the tax credit. So, but if, no, no, they, they, for this program, but you must be able to hit something else. No, right? we tried. You know, we tried. There's nothing else out there. You should see an accountant. 
I think Steph's dad might be able to help you. Steph? Yep. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's worth talking to an accountant and finding out because I think when you when you do something huge like that, there's got to be some some way of doing something with it. You know, well, there there was a government program, but again, they they stopped the credit at a certain margin. So if you're yeah. within thirty thousand, you're going to get. So let's just say they give you a tax credit of a thousand bucks, but if you spend more, they're not going to give you any more. You know, what if you only what if you only say that we you spent that much money and the rest of it just goes. At the door. Well, yeah, that's that's what we're going to have to do. But I mean, yeah. if if we take up all the expenses that we have for this, I mean, it'd be substantial. Unfortunately, there's nothing out there to help us, so it kind of sucks. Yeah, I have to admit, it's not that. I mean, like us. I mean, like I, I put all the, the the Home Depot bills I possibly had for doing uh, for doing the, the the plumbing job when we uh, when we replaced the pipes in the upstairs bathroom, and I got nothing. Mm. They, I didn't. I didn't spend enough. Uh, Steve, did so. you see any uh, any of those accountant types at the the show this year? Actually, Revenue Canada was there. Oh, there you go. They actually, really? they actually gave us a pamphlet. They're actually having some seminars on how to maximize the use of that plan. And Revenue Quebec are actually going to be there at the same time. They're collaborating on this uh, so that they can explain it to the layman how to use it. Because the Canadian plan, the federal plan, is a lot easier to because everything applies as, pretty much, whereas the provincial one is a lot more difficult to uh, navigate, and you have to go through contractors. You can't just do the work yourself, and you need RBQ numbers and all this other stuff. So uh, I think a lot of people just threw their arms up in the air saying, boop. So they, they're trying to help people out, I think, to, to understand this stuff. So. And, and I have to admit, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a DIY, I'm a destroy-yourselfer kind of guy myself, so... I, you know, I don't want to spend on a contractor just to get a tax break, you know, especially considering some of the tr- contractors out there can be uh, less than honorable. Hmm. Um, so I, I, if no I can do the thing. work myself, what? No such thing. <laughs> I can speak to Mike Holmes. <laughs> uh, if I, <laughs> speak to my Jip Rock guy. If I, uh, no, if I can do something myself, I'm going to do it, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, and you know, it's, it's, it usually is, is pretty good. I've got a, I got a handyman who helps me out, you know, our pal Al, uh, who basically comes around and, and, and does some good work for us too. And, and, and has taught me a whole bunch uh, of, of stuff. But I mean, like there's a, it, it just annoys me a little bit when the, the Quebec, the, the Canada government obviously wants to do something. And then the Quebec government comes, steps in and says, ah, oh, no, 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 no. We'll take some of that Canadian money from you. You don't deserve all that stuff. Some of it comes to us. I mean, dude, do something else, you know, like stop being such a douchebag yourself. So I'm, uh, I'm not really happy. I'm, I'm big on the word douchebag. These past couple of shows, I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from the tweet photo uh, event. Uh, but, uh, but no, seriously though, like, and, and also I've just finished my taxes. So I'm thinking, I think everybody in the world is, is, is an idiot as well because I hate doing taxes. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and again, it's another, another one of those years where I'm going great. You know, Quebec, Quebec, Canada returned. Woohoo! And then all of a sudden, the Quebec return comes along, and I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Anybody else get that feeling, or is it just me because I have four kids? Uh, it could be because of that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I do the taxes uh, every year, and uh, I am always in shock as to see why there's such a big discrepancy between the two. You know, um, in some cases, they're incredibly generous, and in other cases, they're incredibly dense. And you're, it all averages out to the same, no matter what they do. And they say, ah, oh, we're going to help families out. We're going to help, you know, young families and rich families, whatever. 
every year it's just the same. They give you $10 here and they take $10 there and it averages out to the same. I'm wondering at what level of my life and my career I have to get to before you know, I, I, can, I can get a creative accountant. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. The key, uh, <laughs> the key is to run your own business and don't take a salary, pay yourself a dividend. And that's when you'll get the most money back. Yeah. But how okay. many people? This financial that? advice this week brought to you by H and R Block. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only difference is, is is a dividend. You you pay a cap capital gain um capital gain on it, believe, and only half of it is taxable at a much lower rate. Whereas salary is just taxed at the taxable taxable rate. Yeah. So taxable uh, bracket, depending what you take. Exactly. Yeah. So what most people do is they they they'll just pay themselves a monthly dividend uh, out of their out of their c- company and you know take the money and basically run and uh, that's the best way to uh, you know either that or not have income one or the other but I think we what need- everything's in your capital what's that everything's in the capital no everything's no, not paid by the company no just not having how income. do you pay for groceries <laughs> Well, that's the problem, right? Yeah, you need income. But anyway, I, I don't know. I've 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 worked for the man most of my life. So, um, uh, and and when I did work for myself, I was pretty crap at it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll second I'm, that. I'm quite, I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy uh, letting uh, doing my taxes online and and uh, and and taking it from there. But uh, you know, one I don't know. One day I'll um um. There's got to be a better way to do it. And maybe it's moving Hawksbury. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm perfectly happy to pay my share and pay tax as long as it's it's legitimate and and correct. It's when it's too much that it sort of starts to break the back a little bit. You know, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but... Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. No, because, I, I mean, there's a couple of years now where we've just missed the boat on something great. You know, we're like, why, why not? You know, why why... You know, why is it so time-based, you know? Well, so, I mean, look, we're doing a kitchen and a roof after this tax credit. And there's no way we could have fallen into it, but we knew no. we were going to be doing it. So, I mean, you know, whatever that all adds up to is, like, money that we, you know... Uh, but, sh- I mean, like, there's a tax credit now, but that, like, honestly, a tax credit should be there all the time, right? Because if, you know, if you're doing something to increase the, the value of your house and you're going to pay, it means you end up paying more taxes in the end when you actually do sell the house or, or when you, when you get capital off the house or whatever, then, you know, like, I don't like these time sensitive things they try to do, you know, like, Oh, this year it's the family. Like, like my, my desire to reproduce has to coincide with what Stephen Harper wants to do to make, to get reelected next, next, next term. I, it just ticks me off, you know, like why should it suddenly like right now, they're saying that they're going to change the rules for parents of, of multiple births. So, uh, Why, what are the rules now? Births, right now, you get you get the equal amount of maternity leave as somebody who's had a single birth. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, so but you're doing double leave, the work. But you do you're doing double the work, and 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 in in, in most cases you can't uh, you know try hard enough to get into seven. I mean, we don't have that problem because we. we we uh we we look after the kids at home but um i'm I'm thinking about everybody else out there uh you know who has enough trouble getting one child into a seven dollar a day daycare suddenly you know try to get two yeah um and and not just that but you know like it's a lot of work you know my kids are my boys are almost 14 months and you know there's still nights where one will wake up go and we'll nurse him to sleep or you know not rock him to sleep and the other one will wake up you know, so there are, you know, 
having 18 months would, would be great. You know, it's good stuff too. And then also now that what they want to do is they want to make, uh, they want to change Medicare for, for families who can't, uh, who can't have children to do, to now, uh, pay for in vitro where before it wasn't paid for. Oh, so no, actually they, 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 that was they used to pay issue. for that. The, uh, okay. the Quebec government used to pay for, uh, for that, uh, uh, up to ten or fifteen thousand dollars worth, actually. Like they would pay at a fifty percent rate. Okay. Sa- same thing with adoption, actually. Um, both the federal and the provincial kick in for that, and they they try to encourage uh, that type of thing, um, uh, which is going to rock for us this uh, this tax season because it's the year <laughs> that the adoption is finalized that you can claim the credit, not the year you paid for it, but the year oh, okay. you're actually. Oh, you, you adopted uh, children? Two. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thanks. I did not know that. But, you know, the, the government's good in that sense. But then on the other side, we don't even get a year of, of, of parental No, leave. which sucks too. We, we get nine months shared between the two parents. And it, well, I mean, and that, and, that, and that really sucks. And I, I, you know, I'll be the first one to say it. it it's terrible. You're, you're doing, and, and, and you and I have compared notes along the ways of, of, of you know, how we've, we've done with our, with our kids and all that. And you have not, and I have shared probably the same or even more amounts of sleepless nights. And, and, and yet suddenly, like, you know, I get a full year and you don't. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, it never made any sense. But we got and, a nice form fact, letter from the government, though. So, so explaining oh, great, why yeah. it was that. So that, that it explained that. <laughs> form letter. Was it signed by Stephen Harper, at least? I know it was signed by Yolande James, who's the uh, Quebec oh. immigration minister patent or whatever. The minister patent. I love that. I want to have, I, if ever, if ever I get into politics, I will invent a minister patent. And, and they will <laughs> deal with language position, laws. Right? <laughs> we'll deal with language laws. No, seriously. Uh, and no, it's just little things, you know, like, and it, it's, I'm not saying because, you know, I'm bitter because, you know, like, oh, I had my twins and, and I don't get the tax credit or I don't get whatever now. But, it just it just doesn't make any sense, you know. Like like that that these things are time sensitive. They're good for a certain number of years, but not, you know, further going. Like you have to do it immediately. And it would like make so much sense too. I mean, to say, okay, you know what, guys, renovate your homes and 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 keep renovating your homes. And then the guys who are above board, the you know, businessmen who you're dealing with will pay taxes and then their employees will pay taxes and it's just a wheel that keeps spinning right and you get rid of this credit and it's going to go right back to hey you know i know a guy under the table and i'll save 30 percent and but not have a receipt and and you know i mean revenue catalytic and no no and no and no guarantee and no and nothing to come back and basically more seven more seasons for mike holmes to go out and and shame people in ontario um, actually, in the greater Toronto area, I should say. Yeah, except that's uh, as far as Ottawa. <laughs> actually, oh, he went he? to California. Oh, yeah, but that was because he was trying to sell the show. Um, no, but I mean, you know what I'm talking about, though. It's 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 just like it it, it it gets a little bit ridiculous. And every and every March, I get a little bit angrier. And then and then in and then when I finally get my check in in June or whatever, I'm like, okay, whatever. I've already spent it by then. Uh, <laughs> usually on groceries. Uh, <laughs> Probably on milk. Yeah, milk. Yeah. Oh my God, my boys drink milk. I don't know about you, Steve, but my boys drink a lot of milk. Yeah, we um, we have three types of milk we keep in the house, and we usually have uh, six pouches, like you know the, the packs of three or whatever. Yeah, yeah, packs we of got three. two of those of each for our, type. For our American cousins, uh, we buy we buy milk in uh, in one point five liter bags. <laughs> 
<laughs> and three of those at a time. So we buy four liters of work, four liters of milk in three bags. Yeah, it's like a and gallon and a bit of milk every time. And so. we put them in these in these things that you used to get when you bought when you, when you bought craft dinner. Uh, these special like uh, plastic jugs. Now the Tupperware makes them, and everybody else in the world too. And and it's pretty cool because it actually is uh, quite a little amount of packaging compared to those big, huge, monstrous things you guys have at Walmart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the gallon jugs, the eh? Gallon jug. Those are huge. You can knock someone out with one of those things. Oh, easily. You can work out with those I, I mean, things. I mean, I think I think that's pretty much how Sylvester Stallone trained for Rocky IV, yeah. um, the search for Spock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but seriously, though. Uh, no, but we, they drink a lot of milk. And we go through maybe um, – and they're, and they're 14 months. And we, buy, we only buy 3.5%. And, and they drink like maybe nine bags a week. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of milk. It's, but you know what? What the hell? They're, they're they're huge and they're growing well and they're and they're doing the body good. So yeah, they need. You're welcome, milk farmers. So you you said you're going through that much as well. Oh yeah, we uh, we go through six six of those bags every five days or so, like throughout with the, with the whole family. So we go through okay, like about eight gallons every five days of milk. Wow. So wow. Thank God for Costco, eh? <laughs> That's where we buy most of it. Yeah. <laughs> The one good thing about the United States, they gave us Costco, where you can get 9,000 rolls of toilet paper in one bag <laughs> and lots of milk. Oh, dear. Have you – I, I got to say another family-related question. I mean this is turning into the, into, into the family show. Uh, Steve, have, have you noticed uh, recently that, that your kids are being more and more interested in like the internet? Yeah. Yeah, the internet. We watch um, – uh, you know, like uh, superhero stuff on the internet. Uh, Marvel Comics actually has all the old Spider-Man from the '60s cartoons. Awesome, uh, uh, up there that you can watch, and uh, some of the old X-Men and stuff like that. So some days, you know, the boys will be like, "Well, forget like the um, uh, Cartoon Network." They'll be like, "Can I see Spider-Man on the internet?" Cool. So there you <laughs> we, go. We, we, we set up we set up the boys the other day for uh, on on Sesame Street dot org. We went to Classic Clips and we just set it on Play All, and and both boys sat down in front of the MacBook for uh, I swear to God I've never seen two two little busybodies like them sit down there for about half an hour. They didn't move. Nice. They they had sure they had their milk with them. But they didn't drink the milk. They just stared at the screen. And when every time Elmo laughed, they laughed. And then when Cookie Monster went, um, 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 they just giggled and giggled and giggled. And it was the, it was, it, you know, it, that that stuff. Uh, Forty is, years is, going, and that's still magic. It's amazing. I laugh. I love it. I laugh because now, you know, I laugh because Om Nom Nom has become such an internet meme as well that you know it's even funnier now. Like I, I see, I see Cookie Monster doing it. He's on it. No, wait, he started it. Uh, like, like, he's doing the meme. No, he started the meme thing. You know, like, so there you go. But, uh, but what are you doing for, 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 I mean, you're, you're, when your kids are, uh, want to get on the computer themselves? Well, right now we, we sit with them, uh, at, at, with the laptop and we, we sort of, well, A, it's the MacBook, so I don't really let them touch it all that much because. <laughs> They, they, they haven't exactly figured out gentle with it yet, but uh, we sit with them and we, you know, we'll we'll, we'll bring up some uh, stuff for them to watch and, and whatever. They don't really know that you can look stuff up. They just know it's Spider-Man's on the internet, right? Um, but we're still sort of thinking about, you know, the years to come and how 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 we want to set up 
their access and we i guess we're figuring that they're going to inherit our computers you know when we upgrade maybe the old the old macbook will go to them and you know until they need something really specific for school or or whatever that's probably the way we're going to go but we sort of are trying to figure out where we can put a space that we can you know sort of keep an eye make sure they're 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 okay on the internet and uh, try to plan the house a little bit, to, you know, because we we don't want them in their rooms chatting with people that we sort of can't make sure they're not being oh, for sure, preyed no. upon or whatever. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's not just a question of 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 of, of sitting in the rooms being preyed upon. When when I was when I was a kid, you you didn't take the phone to your room to speak to your friends. Right. You 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 spoke on the phone in the kitchen. And then if you needed some privacy, they had that super long cord you could sit in the dining room. And that was it. That's how you did it. And 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 to tell you the truth, it was healthy. You know, sure my mom was eavesdropping a little bit, but Aww. you knew it. You knew you knew she was eavesdropping. And if you didn't want her to listen, you got together with your buddy and you spoke real face to face. And that did two things. It got you out of the house, it got you on your bike, and and you got face to face with somebody, sure. you know? So it, it it was a good thing, um, but I, I completely I completely agree with where you're going about about you know you want to give them some liberties, but you want to stay over their shoulders. Yeah, and and we we did something when uh, before I gave the Mac Mini to my mother-in-law, it was our family computer where the girls could sit in front of the Mac Mini, and they had uh, their own logins. It was all their pictures and all that stuff. Uh, so um, Chloe had an access where she could uh, use like Office, uh, iTunes, because uh, she has a couple of High School Musical CDs. Uh, iTunes, uh, she could use. Um, um, so Office, iTunes, she could use the internet. Uh, but this uh, about the internet in a second, and she could use a photo booth and uh, no email access. Cause she doesn't have an email address and uh, not yet. She has one, but she doesn't know about it. Um, and, and a couple other programs. But what we did with the internet stuff is that uh, on the Mac, you can set up parental controls really easily. Apparently you can do this in windows seven and I wouldn't even try. Um, I, I had so much, it was so easy to do with a Mac. I just, I just picked up a, a safe list of sites. I like her to see. So she could check Disney. She could check, um, uh, starfall.org she could check like sesame street she could check barbie.com uh, littlestpetshop.com some sites that were safe and uh, and then some other sites like you know some like come um, some like kitty wikipedia stuff um that we had found and that's was was her as was her internet it was very much like the great firewall of china she wasn't allowed to see anything we didn't want her to see he basically um, gave her minitel access instead of internet yeah but she wasn't but and she didn't want to go and and look up stuff you know she 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 at the time she was eight like she had no interest in 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 looking you know looking up stuff you know and then when we she every once in a while she says dad i have a project on pandas what do i do well then it was like okay sit down with her and then we log on to on onto my stuff and then we can go you know see stuff properly or i can put in my password and then on her thing and then access to certain of those things as well so um so we we did it that way and it was actually uh really uh, really cool because she was she was kind of like had this little bubble. Now for for our youngest daughter, um, this is before the boys are born. Uh, she she didn't even have a dock. 
the, the, the whole thing was gone. She had no access to programs. She has no access to Finder. She had no access to anything. She had like four icons on her screen. And it was like, okay, uh, Barbie.com or I can't remember if it's Barbie.com or uh, Starfall.org, whatever. She could uh, watch a few movies we had told her she could watch. So she had like a little kind of like a mini front row access to certain things. And uh, a game she plays. Like this is a game, that, uh, a cool game that we got for, for, uh, for the Mac. And then she could access that. So she had access to like three programs. She was totally locked in. And at eight o'clock every night, their computer shuts, the, the Mac mini shuts down on their account. So eight o'clock comes along. We don't want them using it after a certain hour. It says, it says, okay, it's time to log out. And it saves everything and says goodbye. And then they're shut out. And, and that was pretty cool as well. And so it really, it, for control of what your kids do, I, th- I think the, the, the Apple and the Mac OS X environment is incredibly fa- family friendly. And uh, we like that as well. Besides, not only that, but it kept logs of absolutely everything they did, which is important and at the same time a little bit controlling. Uh, but, as, but if they know that, they're watch, that we're watching them, I don't feel so bad about watching them. Would you tell them? Yeah, we told them outright. We said, Mommy and Daddy know everything you do on this computer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you said, you said, you know, Daddy's a supercomputer nerd, and he will, and, and he knows everything that goes on, on in the house. We, we know every site you go to. We know every program you, knew, you, you use. We know when you use it. Just like Daddy knows when he uses something, I know when Mommy uses something, uh, and, and that's how it works. Uh, and if you go somewhere you're not supposed to, we're going to tell you not to go there again. Right. So I think if you lay it out, it's fine. But if you kind of tell the kid, hey, here's the internet. Have fun. Yeah. And then he comes back and says, you know, your internet sucks, dad. Couldn't even get onto Facebook. And you're <laughs> like, well, of course not. You're not of age yet. And Facebook sucks. I, I, but- can't, find, I can't go to my, my pay, MySpace page. Yeah. You shouldn't have one. Uh- <laughs> Here, try Friendster instead. Uh- <laughs> but that, that, was, um, that was what it was. And it was sitting down and talking to them as well. And and our especially our eldest explaining to her that there are some people that are just are not very nice at all, and 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 they will will say things that you're like you won't understand, and and you'll wonder why they're saying it to you. Mm. And when that happens, you come and see daddy and mommy, and we'll explain it to you. And if it if it's not good, you know we'll tell you why. But it's it's that it's that awkward topic you never want to have, and you wish there was an ABC special about it. Well, there's no right. such thing. Sorry? There's no such thing. The ABC specials? I mean, that's how I learned most of my life lessons. Uh, That's how I know how a bill becomes a law. Well, that got you in trouble, (laughs) didn't it? And not to cover my potatoes with gravy. Um, No, but you know what I'm talking about, though, eh? Like, uh, you know, you don't want to pass it off to somebody else. Right. And, And also having it around. I mean, they know they can speak to their grandmother on the internet. They're not idiots either. They know that it's a great telecommunication tools and they know that kind of stuff. So you keep it open, you keep it honest. At the same time you say, look, you're this age. You will act like that age. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's going to happen. I have no idea how it's going to happen. What's going to happen when my daughter finds out that she can access the, with her Wi-Fi and her DS, she could access the internet. She's never asked to. So, yeah, I'm actually thinking of, um, you know, enabling the Wi-Fi, but to see the, the home network and leaving the Internet access for the wired, um, uh, a wired connection. 
So yeah, you know, if you need to, to pull files from the, the homeland and you want to work on something in your room that you downloaded, say if you were in the kitchen, you downloaded it, but you want to go work on it in your room, you can go up there and start pulling it from, you know, somewhere. So we're sort of thinking of that kind of an idea where they don't have to do their homework in the kitchen, but if they want to do their research in the kitchen, they can, and then just go up in the room and then sort of work on it. But I know that they wouldn't have internet access, but they would have access to like a file server uh, of some sort. Did you, you ever, did you ever do your homework in your room? Uh, I used to do my homework uh, in my room, and then I'd go over my homework with my folks downstairs at the kitchen table. Yeah, that's that's what we used to do too. Maybe it's because we had kitty ADD or something back then, or as, as my parents would say, just calm down, damn it, uh, <laughs> syndrome. But uh, we were, couldn't be trusted in our rooms, and, and, and rightly so, I'd, I'd break out the le- We had too many toys in our room for any of that kind of stuff. Um, and I think my kids are like that too. And we do, the kids do all their homework at the kitchen table all the time. And, uh, they just have to learn to like, kind of be cool with it. My, my cousin Bridget and Chris have this pretty cool idea where they have these, these 24 inch IMAX in the living room and they're, they're, they're two desks and they're apart from away from each other. They're not facing each other or anything else. And those are the kids computers. They only have two children, of course, and they can afford to do this. So it's, it was, it was pretty cool. But what that does is it tells the kids that these are your spaces. You can have your logins, you can have your passwords, you can have the files you want, but when you use the computer, you're using them here. And sure, it's a quiet environment and, 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 and that kind of stuff. But there is no, there is no uh, sneaking off to their, to their rooms with the computers to do stuff. And, and they're pretty cool about it. But these aren't kids that spend like a lot of time on, in front of the computer to begin with. Uh, they do it for their homework and they do that. And then, and then, and then they also have this, this mentality in that family that the kids do sports. Uh, and oh, so okay. the girls do uh, the, the, uh, the, the daughter does basketball, the boy does basketball and a bit of football too. So they're busy kids, you know, there's not much, it's not much quiet time. <laughs> and I think that's how, that's how most kids should be anyways. Right. I mean, they, you keep them busy, it keeps should them out of be, trouble. Yeah. So that's something to think about really, um, you know, for your, uh, your, your home thing. And we're lucky our kids are young enough right now that, uh, that it's very easy to, to, to monitor, and, 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 and safeguard them, I think. Anyway, that's, those are just my thoughts. If you have anything uh, you want to add, uh, you know, if you, if you guys are parents, if anybody listen, is, is listening as a parent who's got a pretty cool system and, and you know, write it in. Uh, put it into the, uh, to the email. Uh, I'm uh, Johnny Canuck at uh, twofatdaz.com. There's Magoo at twofatdaz.com and Berg42 at twofatdaz.com. Um, and tell us what uh, what you're doing to, to safeguard safeguard your kids on the internet. I know there's a hundred million sites like Net Nanny and stuff like that, but give us some real world examples of what you're doing in in the human world to help them out. So it looks like it's about a time how much time we got for tonight. I want to thank all the guys for 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 uh, for great, another great show. Yep, Steve had a book he wanted to mention for Audible. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it. It's actually it's kind of theme appropriate. Um, uh, and I think I may have mentioned it before, uh, but it was such a good book. I really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, it's Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be made in, or being made into a movie, I think, coming out this summer. Uh, and it's basically it's a story of a, a, a dad and his boy. And they're just sort of somewhere. It's post-apocalyptic. And it's all about taking care of his kid, making sure he's okay, and that they sort of keep moving down the road and stuff. And it's just, um, you know, there's a lot of family stories out there. And there's a lot of stories about boys and their moms, you know, and dads and their daughters. Very few dads and their son book. And this one here, 
really, really struck a chord. And it, it was a fantastic story. And it was extremely well uh, read. It, it really sort of, you know, my wife listened to it and also was like riveted. Once you're in it, you, you, you go through it, you know. And um, uh, it's just one example of how Audible does a great job of not only digitizing a book, but acting it out for you, you know, just with the in the theater of your mind without having to see anything. And it's just uh, a great job. It's one of the best audio books I think I've read in, uh, in a while. And they, they do an awesome job, Audible, at, at that. I mean, there they are so many great narrators and so many great stuff that really do a great job at telling you the story of the book, not just... Not just, you know, reading the book to you, but actually tell you the story. Get you know, like like you said, getting into the theater of the mind and seeing it as you're as you're as you're doing stuff. There are times where I'm I'm listening to an audiobook and and quite honestly I just stop doing whatever I was doing. Like I might be mowing the lawn or I might be shoveling the driveway or or going for a walk or whatever, and you just like you you you, you zone out of what you're doing and you're totally immersed into that world and sometimes that can be just as great of an experience as, as sitting down with a book in a comfy chair and reading it. And 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 if any of you dads are like me, the last time you sat in a comfy chair with a book, you probably fell asleep because it was the last good nap you had in a while. So that's kind of like I like the audiobooks because it keeps me awake. Read? What is reading? <laughs> it keeps me it keeps me awake and it keeps me uh, and it's something to do while I'm doing dishes and stuff like that. I love my audiobooks and I really love the fact that Audible are now sponsoring us. And if you want your free book, if you like Cormac McCarthy's The Road, then you know. Go on over to twofatdads.com forward slash audible and 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 f- find out how you can you can get a free uh, a free book with your gold account, your gold membership and uh, and then uh, the first few months are a half price as well so uh, do it it helps out the dadcast make sure we stay on the inter airs or interweb airs or whatever you want to call them and uh, we thank you very much for uh, for sponsoring us uh, audible and we thank you very much for listening everybody out there yes thank you another great show thanks everyone I want to thank uh, I want to thank uh, Steve and uh, and Eric and Ben for for uh, for being on the, on the, in the Wayne House tonight and, and and making the call and uh, we'll see you guys next time absolutely bye everyone bye I feel like that was the end of rain- reading Rainbow <laughs> <laughs> at least it was a romper room <laughs> oh. Jason Hey Jason, out you, out over there. <laughs> you know, I see you, to get the Steven, in blah blah blahville, and <laughs> I used to scare the crap out of me. What do you, how, what do you mean she can see me? <laughs> That's not bad. It's a scratch. It's not a pit. It's a scratch. <laughs>